that's enough of that. All right, folks. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> that was the countdown that comes automatically with uh, with StreamYard. Hello, you are listening to a Radiligen Broadcasting premier podcast, Alternative Commentary. And tonight, we are providing alternative commentary for Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Three. One, two, three. Uno, dos, tres. Aside. Wait, that's the wrong thing. Uh, once and for all, you, they're calling this. <laughs> you have not been, you haven't been West Side since you were in your early 20s. Anyway. Um, so... We were we, we were going to wait. We normally wait until like the walkout start. And, you know, then we do. And I try to make this as professional sounding uh, as I can. We do fight analysis and breakdown. But Robert, <laughs> Robert and I just started talking and he, he, he began with his Robert is like a going to see like your favorite band. And he always likes to open up with the hits that everybody knows. So Robert <laughs> opened up with everything sucks. I did not say everything sucks. I'm sorry. I, that that's your other hit. The 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 the, re, the latest hit single is "Heavyweight Suck." That's and not I, the latest. That's that's just coming back around because it's still the, true. The remix. Anyway, so I was like, look, if we're going to argue about this card and heavyweights in general, let's at least hit the recorder. So. We're doing alternative commentary for the uh, the third uh, part of the trilogy here between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. The first fight was a draw, though uh, most people who were sober and paying attention and not prejudice uh, not called the, not me. I actually did. <laughs> I <record>. listened. <laughs> Hang on. I I look unlike you and Pat and everybody else. I'll admit when I'm wrong. And I absolutely scored that fight for Deontay Wilder, and uh, I was wrong. Um, but And you can hear how wrong I was in both of our alternative commentaries. We did one for the first fight between Deontay Wilder and uh, Tyson Fury, and then we did the, we did the second one, where, where Tyson Fury done knocked Deontay Wilder's head off and knocked a little crazy into him, as near as I can tell. Because after that fight, Deontay Wilder was straight up like he cheated. What was it? Um, he fired oh. his trainer because his trainer threw in the towel, which he didn't. Would think you he like the done. Would you like the laundry list? Because yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. So Tyson Fury cheated and loaded yep. his, and loaded his gloves, that, and the yep. gloves were not properly applied. Yep. And his legs were compromised by the forty-pound uh, suit that he wore when he walked to the ring. Yes, if you think Karrion Cross looks silly, you should have seen Deontay Wilder in the previous fight. And his trainer was disloyal and threw in the towel. Right, yep. And his trainer tried to drug him. It <laughs> spiked his water that he was being given between rounds. Uh-huh, yep. And... Because his trainer like was a was... double agent working for the Tyson Fury camp? Something like that, yeah. He, the, <laughs> This man actually accused Mark Breland of being... of illegality on that level it, it's it's shocking if it wasn't so sadly predictable mm -hmm. yeah Deontay Wilder uh not well not not a well man and nice nice velvety suit though did you see him uh, when he came into the arena tonight yeah <laughs> he was fancy anyway um 
so let's just kind of go over this. And I have a question for you. And I'm, I'm going to ask that you not be you and you actually take it seriously. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, but I, I will tr- let's, I will, let's do... I will instead be Groucho Marx. Okay. I let's let's do a little role play. Do you like role play? Let's do a little yeah. role play here. Let's pretend you're in a job interview and you actually want the job. Okay. Okay. And now a job in a job interview, they ask you questions and you have to answer them not like a dick, so that you right. get the job. Okay. Okay. Can you do that? All right. Cool. So let's I, set I this will, up. I will shelve as much snark and sarcasm <laughs> as is possible, depending on your questions. Yeah. The answer to the, my my question is get a not get a gun. Got it. Okay. Um, so the first fight we talked about, and I actually went back and listened to both alternative commentaries. Uh, the first fight, it was actually me and Pat mm-hmm. and Pat talked about how herky jerky Tyson Fury is and how Deontay Wilder lacks a lot of fundamentals, but he mm-hmm. hits so hard. He often makes up for it. Plus in the run up to Tyson Fury, he took on not so great, uh, contenders. Also so there was true. that, um, in the s- second fight, like I said, it was a uh, first fight was a draw. Uh, though most people lean towards Tyson that Fury should that. not have been a draw should not have been a draw um i th- i think the knockdown late in the fight skewed a lot of the judges cards but let's move past that so the second fight um i ha- we had talked about tyson fury and deontay wilder dragging each other into deep water uh we talked briefly about whether or not tyson uh deontay wilder's conditioning was going to hold out and you actually gave him credit for having mm-hmm. really good conditioning and that that might work in favor for De- Deontay Wilder that if he can take Tyson Fury into deep water he might have the advantage later on in the fight uh didn't work out that way oh no, it did not Tyson Fury wore him down he eventually saw openings there were such huge gaps in Deontay Wilder's De- Deontay Wilder also started out really really slow and timid that was another thing that we talked about that he wasn't utilizing any of his power early on in the fight and and Tyson Fury just kept finding a way inside and eventually Deontay Wilder's entire guard fell apart and he got knocked and he got his head knocked off so two things that I want to talk about before we get into the fight uh before we get into this both men put on some mass uh a little bit Deontay Wilder put on I think like something like 20 pounds of muscle I mean the guy looks phenomenal and I well, want to talk and I want to talk about that because also Tyson it, it only looks that he only put on that much if you count from like the first fight to the third he hasn't put on that much he's only okay. he's only a handful of pounds heavier for this than he was for their previous fight my question to you is with the additional musculature that he's put on such as it is do you think that works against him if this thing goes past round 5 or 6 I think it works against him, not not just because of his uh, cardio. I think his cardio will still probably be about where it needs to be. His problem in the second Fury fight was not his gas tank, mm-hmm. in the traditional sense of the word. Wilder, it's one of the few things that anyone should give him credit for. The man comes in shape. Mm-hmm. What he wasn't prepared for was that, how big was Fury for that fight? 260? Yeah. He wasn't prepared for a 250, 260-pound man to lean on him for as much as Fury did. And I don't say that pejoratively. Right. He was His legs were not prepared for, the, for trying to deal with the extra body weight that Tyson mm-hmm. Fury made him deal with. You couple that with the higher-than-average pace and being put in positions that he's really not used to, and you fall apart mentally as much as you fall apart physically. 
I think the biggest problem for Wilder isn't so much going to be his uh, his cardio. I think he might have slowed himself down. Okay. What? Another thing that Wilder has going for him for a heavyweight, he has pretty fast hands. I mean, it's not Sugar Ray Leonard, but I, or or Floyd Mayweather, but I think you're right. I think for the average heavyweight, he is faster than most of his contemporaries. Uh, especially when you start kind of considering uh, you know, how long his frame is. You know, he mm-hmm. gets punches to the target pretty quickly. And because his technique is so poor, you know it has to be hand speed. Right. If he's appreciably slowed himself down, he barely was able to catch Fury in their second fight. If he's slowed down even further, I mean, unless you go so far that you reset the cycle, I don't think <laughs> he's going to be able to... I mean, you can be slow enough to be really off speed and screw guys up, mm-hmm. but that's a re- there's a real finesse to finding that off speed, and I don't think he has that. If he has slowed himself down that much, or slowed rather, I think that's going to be a problem for him, a real problem, especially against a guy who moves as well as Fury does. Just to kind of put a, a period on this part of the conversation, Tyson Fury also put on uh, some weight for this. I don't remember how much in comparison. A couple to what of he pounds. Uh, they both put on, I think, around eight. Okay. Because Fury weighed, I want to say, 277, and uh, Wilder was like 244 for this one. All right, so, so Mr. there's still there's still a forty pound weight gap, give or take. Sure. So the question I have for you, Mister Winfrey, if you want this job, okay. All right. Okay. Googly, stay with me. You took a Do long you... winding road to get somewhere, but okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mark. Have we met? Yes. Um, so here, in all seriousness, just to kind of get to it. My question is, what does Deontay Wilder have to do this time that he didn't do in the first two fights to make this work for him? And at the very least, see, I don't think he knocks Tyson Fury out. Well, that's kind of his only hope. Well, let me get there. I don't think he knocks Tyson Fury out. I think the only, I think the only hope he has is to get to a decision. But again, he's, he's still going to have to land more punches than Tyson Fury. He's going to have to win, obviously win more rounds than Tyson Fury. So, quite simply, what does he have to do to win more rounds than Tyson Fury? If we're just talking about the only way Deontay Wilder can win rounds against Tyson Fury, he has to score knockdowns. The only two rounds in their first fight that I gave him were the rounds where he knocked Fury down. Mm-hmm. And even in the even in the last round of their fight, I didn't go 10-8. Which is weird for a knockdown, but I thought Fury did good enough work after getting knocked down to regain that point. Mm-hmm. So he's got to score knockdowns. He's got it. And that means he either has to land flush or he has to get a little bit lucky and catch Fury off balance. In the Lewis Ortiz two fight, he started off very slow. He was losing that fight until he knocked Lewis Ortiz out. And just for the guy on YouTube who laughed at us for saying that uh, Ortiz took a dive, we know he didn't take a dive. (laughs) He got knocked stupid. We corrected ourselves in the very same podcast. Once we saw the different camera angle. Anyway. Yeah, the the live camera angle of that knockout was not great. Yeah, I listened and... back to that too. Yeah, just just a point of order. We did we covered the very brief Brazil fight for Deontay Wilder. We covered the Lewis Ortiz fight. Uh, and then for Tyson Fury, we covered Otto Wallen. And uh, I got it right that time. Yeah, but guess you know, now do the other one, the one that came before that that we also covered. Tom Schwartz. 
There you go. <laughs> um, anyway, so those are all up on w2m.net um, or w2mnet.com. And it's also on our YouTube page. It's all there. It's all on our Facebook. It's everywhere you're social mediaing uh, and finding podcasts and whatnot. Um, if you want to hear those alternative commentaries, plus our ones for Wilder Fury 1 and 2. In any case, where I was going was, so he knocks uh, Ortiz down and he wins the fight. It was like, you know, flash knockout in the seventh round. And that was the end of that. It wasn't flash. That was that was a serious knockout. But yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, he wasn't winning. I don't think no. he won a single round up to that point. Maybe one. But yeah, it was certainly a comeback knockout. Sure. Right. So Deontay Wilder either has two modes from the fights that I've seen him in. And I've pretty much seen him in every fight that he's had since he won the WBC title. Um, and he had his first defense, I believe, in Alabama. He either knocks people out in like the first round or he starts off really, really slow and then suddenly knocks people out. Like he doesn't tend to win rounds. And I was thinking about this on the way um, on the way home tonight. I was thinking about this fight. What if Deontay Wilder actually started fast for once in his life? What if he's not timid? What if he's not waiting for Tyson? It's funny. We just, um, they just finished up the uh, previous fight here, which was, how do you pronounce this guy's name? See, I'm going to mess this one up now. Yes, we uh, are. F.A. Uh, they call me El Jefe versus Frank Sanchez. Good. Moving on. Um, <laughs> F.A. Ajogbe. That's a jo- I couldn't. I couldn't decide if Jay was pronounced like an H or not. Ajogbe. Ajogbe. He's from Nigeria. The Jays are Jays. I, if it's outside of America, the Jays sound like H's. Anyway. Um, That's not true. That's not even true of Brazil. <laughs> Moving on. So they were talking about how like um, Ajagbe just was not throwing and he was starting off too slow. And at one point, I think there was like, you can't, you're not going to win this fight just walking around in circles. His like, corner he, did tell him that repeatedly. Yes. Yes. So I was thinking about that with Deontay Wilder. Um, oh, and the line specifically that I was thinking of was, you're waiting for him to hit Frank Sanchez. You're waiting for Sanchez to hit you. Don't do that. Start first. Throw first. You've got to be more aggressive. And what if Deontay Wilder does that tonight? I guess is the is the most basic question here. If he does something really out of character and catches Tyson Fury off guard, I mean, maybe he even gets a knockout. I mean, you know, as you put it, if you if you have to put a, a professional fighter between you and a raging animal, the fighter you choose is Deontay Wilder. Leave the raging deer was what you said. That or an elk is one of my go-tos. I I almost I might have said moose, but you, know. you said deer. Okay. Um, <laughs> if, if you have to put a human being's punch between you and a de- and a buck that you've in, who's a you know rut you've interrupted, <laughs> you know you could do a lot worse than Deontay Wilder's right hand in no small part because he might just be silly enough to stand there and try to punch it. Oh, absolutely, he would. So my thing is again, he starts out aggressive and catches Tyson Fury like not thinking this is what's going to happen since it didn't happen in two previous fights or a dozen other fights the man's been in. I'm wondering how successful that makes him potentially. Not very. I mean, it, he would have, he might be have better chances doing that than sitting back. Mm-hmm. But even if he comes out aggressive, he just doesn't really have the setup skill to make sure his, his power gets where it needs to be. His delivery system for that, you know, bomb of a right hand is just not, it's just not all that efficient. And that's a big problem against mm-hmm. a guy who anyone who knows how to box mm-hmm. and 
Fury is the best boxer in the heavyweight division, maybe except for Usyk, if we're talking pure boxing skill. Mm -hmm. And if he comes out, I mean, the downside to Wilder trying to come out aggressive is he's just going to get clinched immediately. Okay. And uh, because that's kind of what you should do if you're Tyson Fury in that case, this large power punching man charges at you and you're, you're the bigger guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he proved already he can slip 90% of Wilder's punches. You slip a few, you throw a counter, you clinch up, you lean on him, you bang the body, and then you step you step back, break, and now he's suddenly back in the wrong headspace about, well, this is exactly what happened last time. And maybe he gets angry and starts swinging wild coming forward, but even the, the more wild he gets, the more it plays into Fury's hands. My goal... One of my goals in life, not the only goal, let's not be silly, but one of my goals in life is to make sure that Robert Winfrey is as successful as he can be. I want success for you. I want to get you work. I, have, I want to see you rise to soaring heights. Very, very bad news for you about that life goal. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not just an alternative commentary. This is an audition tape for the Deontay Wilder fight camp to hire you. No. To train, ne- Deont- no. <laughs> to okay, train Deontay on. Wilder. No, wait, hang on. Hang on. Right. You can say what you're going to say, but let me get there. So the, you're in the camp with Deontay Wilder after he loses this fight, and they have to now rebuild this man. And they have, and and one thing that we have said through all three, you know, starting tonight in the previous two and every other fight we've, we've covered of his is how poor his fundamentals are. Um, what do you do? What do you do to make him a better fighter? What do you do to make him the caliber of an Usyk or a Joshua or a Tyson Fury for that matter? I don't, I don't mean this uncharitably. If you say shoot him, I'm turning off the podcast. I'm not going to say shoot him. Okay. I don't think you can. Okay. And that's, Tell me and why. First of all, he started, Deontay Wilder started boxing late. Mm-hmm. He was, I think, 19 when he, when he first took up boxing. That's almost 10 years behind a lot of people. And that's when they learn a lot of the fundamentals. And that that's when they learn how to jab, how to slip, mm-hmm. how to build combinations. And you can't, unless you're a special talent uh, mentally, mm-hmm. uh, mentally might not even be the right word. Unless you're a special, unless you have a special kind of aptitude for this, for the technical application of something, you're not going to make up a decade. Mm-hmm. That's just there's a degree to which that's just not really feasible. There's still things you could do with Wilder to maybe get him to be a little bit better, but you're not going to overhaul the guy at this point. Okay, he's in this weird crux where he's he, he came in too late. I mean, obviously not too late to achieve a degree of success, but boxing, you know, again, if you don't start before you're, you know, before you're 10, mm-hmm. right, you, that like nine to 12, if you pick it up after that, you know, you might, you got a fun hobby, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it, it's like baseball that way. You know, you don't pick up baseball after you in college and become a professional. That's. I'm limiting the discussion here to the American to kind of the American system, but you get the point like this or gymnastics, Mm -hmm. you know, these are things that you start early, you perfect, you peak early, and then you're done. 
Right. So Wilder starting late was a big problem. Now, to his credit, he has one of the best punches the sport the division's ever seen. I don't know that I would call him the heaviest the, puncher. He's one of the hardest punches. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to put him at the top of the list, but mm -hmm. he goes in that discussion for sure. Sure. And that carried him through a lot of deficiency. The other issue that you might have with him is when you have that kind of a weapon, you do have to skew around it. He's kind of the modern Mike Tyson in this way only. He, Mike Tyson had all kinds of skill and I'm not, and th that's what separates the two of them. But Mike Tyson came up at a time where the heavyweight division was in shambles and he outclassed almost everybody he got in, in there oh, with, yeah. but there was such a deficiency between the level of competition he was fighting on the way to the heavyweight championship and ultimately on his way to uh, Buster Douglas and Evander Holyfield that he could get away with just being a hard puncher on he also had tremendous skill to back it up and in that sense he's a lot like Deontay Wilder and Deontay Wilder is a lot like him where Deontay Wilder becomes heavyweight champion in America at a time where the heavyweight division is a wasteland you know still is in a lot of ways I mean there there are some bright spots here or there but it's not when this is this is not the 60s for sure no, it's not. It's not quite that, but or the nineties, for that matter. No, I, I see your point, and I think you find someone who has a specific weapon. You do want to try and weaponize it, and sometimes that means other fundamentals wind up taking a bit of a back seat mm -hmm. to what to trying to properly weaponize what's going on. The big thing that I think Wilder, I mean, Wilder throws his jab a lot, but he doesn't have a lot of variety to it. Mm -hmm. It's a big problem. He uses it to measure to try and set up the right hand. Yeah. And if he consequently, if he can't jab, which Fury and Fury disabled his jab in both of their fights, he really struggles to find uh, the range and the timing to land his power punches. Mm -hmm. He also has a pretty big tell about his punch. Normally, Wilder, you know, like any guy with a long reach, he fights like this, right? Traditional All kind right. of boxing stance. It'll flow, it'll flow a little bit. We saw Tyson Fury there kind of warming up and doing a little bit of that. But it's kind of up here, mm -hmm. which is where it's supposed to be. This is defensively responsible position. Hey, this used to be an audio podcast. Where is right here? Because like for all the people listening on traditional podcast notes, you just pointed to your junk. Okay. Up here by your hand. All right. Make a fist. Put it up kind of by your temple. Somewhere right. in that range, pretty close to your head. When he goes to throw, he never throws from here. Or mm -hmm. if he does, there's nothing to it. When he throws with power, his hand drops from up here by his head mm -hmm. to between his shoulder and his nipple, his nipple line. Mm -hmm. And this is where the power comes from. This is where he lines up to swing through. So if you're watching a wilder fight, watch that right hand. Anytime it goes from here to here, you have to be worried. Which is why when he fights a guy like an Usyk or a Joshua or Tyson Fury, once again, these are three guys that not only have superior technical prowess, but are also thinkers in there. Tyson, no. Joshua, Joshua sometimes, I think, outthinks himself and, and puts himself in jeopardy. I might, fa you know, this might sound crazy. Mm -hmm. I might favor Wilder over Joshua, having seen some of Joshua's recent stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think, like, gosh, between those two mental midgets, you know, I think jo Somebody, I mean, Joshua yeah, spikes some himself out and, and gets, gets blasted out of the ring. Yeah, it's, and I think Joshua's more chinny than Wilder. Mm -hmm. 
is kind of the other thing that goes on there. You know, Wilder, for all of his faults, and there are many, uh, it takes a lot to physically stun him. You know, yeah. Joshua, he got hurt by Andy Ruiz. And I'm not Ruiz is not a pillow fist, but he's mm-hmm. not a historic puncher either. No, but Randy Andy Ruiz in that Madison Square Garden fight stepped down on a lot of his punches. I mean, that was a guy with a low center of gravity, a wide base, and was swinging his hips like a hula dancer. And <laughs> notoriously, and eventually I'll repost our, our coverage of that fight, <laughs> the three of us intimating that maybe Joshua was on drugs during that one. We're not really well, sure, and Joshua we don't want to speculate. Joshua's more or less confirmed that there was something deeply out of the ordinary going on in that fight. <laughs> He's not copped to drug use, but it was not there mentally. Uh, some yeah, there was. He said it, there was something in camp that threw him off. And, and wasn't was Ruiz like a replacement fighter for somebody else? Like that wasn't the fight yeah, that, that was lined up. I'm pretty yes, I'm pretty sure. Right. Uh, yeah, Ruiz stepped in on relatively short notice. Um, I think he was a mandatory. No, he wasn't a mandatory because there wouldn't have been a rematch if he was a mandatory. All right. And that's what I'm saying. I think they had somebody else lined up for him who I guess was. Maybe it was Brian. Yeah, I, I forget exactly what it was, but it it doesn't. Yeah, it's not terribly material. I think the other thing that to get back to um, Wilder, mm-hmm. his lead hand is he's got a decent left hook, but he doesn't go to the body all that much. I mean, he'll jab to the chest on occasion again as he's measuring. I mean, that's been one of the the big problems that people have called out about Deontay Wilder is that yeah, he's a head he has, as I like to say, he ha- he doesn't have a tremendous amount of variety in his tool belt. He has a he has a handful of hammers of different sizes and maybe yeah. a screwdriver, and and that's kind of it. And and if you're if you're at the level that you need to be at, to, you know, to be holding a belt in a, in a division with you know with with guys with high technical prowess, you need the full set. You need a lot of different kinds of tools. Um, that's what I was getting at before. You know, when he, the thing about Tyson Fury, and this is what we talked about with the previous two fights, is he's not the world's hardest puncher either. No, auto, but the, when you're Otto Ballen and Tom Schwartz fights were real, were, you know, were really good examples of that. Well. He's not the world's hardest puncher, but when you're mm-hmm. 6'9", 280, sure. you can, especially, <laughs> well, hang on, especially when mm. you've got a good delivery system, which yeah. Fury absolutely does, he doesn't, he may not put you down with one punch, but you'll feel it when he hits you, and he's going to hit mm-hmm. you a lot. Yeah, he is. And that, and that will put someone down more reliably than someone with a big power weapon that anyone with a degree of tactical proficiency can avoid. Let me ask you this. Um, Tyson Fury's conditioning, better or worse than the previous fight with the additional weight? Uh, probably the same, if not better. Okay. Fury's, Fury's not a guy who takes his uh, his camps lightly. Mm-hmm. He he tends to thrive a little bit on the slightly more structured side of what a, a world fight camp offers. Yeah, he's um, uh, he's they been both up... the same layoff, right? I don't think either one of them has fought since the last fight. No, this was an immediate rematch. Yeah, it's just been what twenty months, give or take. Yeah, I want to say it was February of twenty twenty before the world ended. Yeah, and it then... was right. It was right before the pandemic really hit. Right. Then they then they had the long layoff, and then they had the court case, and right. then they were supposed to have it a few months ago, and then, then, then COVID. Then Fury got COVID. And, and it got bumped to here, and this is just the point where we are. And I wouldn't be terribly shocked if Deontay Wilder 
injures himself walking to the ring just because that would be the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Who was that that did that in the uh, in the UFC? It was uh, uh, Kevin Randleman, I think. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, so just kind of going over the card as we someday, some year, get oh, to the sorry, ring. Hang on, the, the last thing that we could maybe sure. do with Deontay Wilder. This okay. is the this is the biggest weakness of his that Tyson Fury exploited across both fights. Not just is he not all that great on the back foot, which is what mm-hmm. really undid him in the second, but kind of pairing with that, he's not good inside. Okay. If he's not at the, he wants to be at the end of his punching range, more or less. Once you get into the pocket with him, much less the clinch, his weapons are severely hampered. He's not good there. He's not good about disengaging from it intelligently. He's not good about punching on his way out. Fury very easily muscled him around, wore him out, and beat him up in close proximity throughout the entirety of that second fight. And if he's not, if he has not addressed being comfortable in close quarters, well, you're going to be in for a really rough night. I mean, some of the some of this is a bit of a byproduct of the size anomalies you know Deontay Mm -hmm. Wilder's 6'7 and you know to bounce he came in pretty came in you know right around 240 for this but normally between 220 and 240 here this is the heaviest he's ever been yeah there's almost no one appreciably larger than he is in stature right and you know how do you make a guy who's 6'7 240 small you stick him in there with someone who's 6'9 and 280 (laughs) Oh my God, they're doing a video. So we've been talking through the end of the last fight uh, into what is now the intro package. We're finally, I think, actually ready to start this. They have Big E doing the intro. Well, good for him. (sighs) Heavyweight champion, Big E Langston. I'm sure he'll introduce Wilder and then they'll have someone else introduce Fury. They've (laughs) already done the anthems, at least. Uh, Maybe they'll get Drew McIntyre. No. (laughs) <laughs> Drew's Scottish. Maybe they'll get Brock Lesnar who'll just hold up a sign that says, I don't really want to be here. Eh, he wouldn't even hold up the sign. <laughs> They'd give him the sign. He wouldn't hold it up. <laughs> Bro- Brock obeys no man. All right. Um, so we started off the night with a split decision between Vladimir Hernandez and Julian Williams. And then uh, I want to talk about this really briefly. I mean, we don't have a whole lot of time to get into all of this, but Edward Berlanga, who uh, I believe came into this undefeated yep. and, you know, is somebody who um, had up until the, it was the previous fight. Pre- prior to his last fight. KOs, no, just... and t- KOs and TKOs, like 16 ha- hang on. KOs and Her- TKOs. 13. Uh, and I not only were the... Uh, I'm looking at 16. Four- okay, so he would have been... So he would have been fifteen, and so he'd have been sixteen and zero coming into this fight. He was seventeen and zero because the one immediately previous to this okay, in yeah. April was a unanimous decision. Well, the point here is not only are those all stoppages, mm-hmm. they're all first round stoppages. Yeah, he's got like a crazy record, and this Cabrera uh, Cosera's guy uh, nearly stopped him. This was an <laughs> this was not an ugly fight like bowling too ugly. This was ugly like brutal. Yeah, uh, Caceres was a little bit fortunate that they didn't stop this in the last round. His right eye was swollen shut. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Wilder's getting in the ring now. Um, I mean, he looks ridiculous. Pat and I made fun of him for his ring get up two fights ago where he where I was calling him, um, 
you know, I, I think Pat referred to it as his eyes wide shut outfit. Um, <laughs> and and, and, and last, this, last time he was what supposed to be Megatron. Yeah, something like that. I, I called him Ming the Merciless, but yeah, he wore like like an LED thing. Yeah. So here he kind of looks like the New Orleans uh, natives. Uh, if you ever watch the show Treme, they you know they I can't remember what the what the name for it was, but they had these big native outfits and everything, you know, feathers and whatnot. Kind of looks like that. Anyway, it, it he should not have the excuse this time that the outfit was too heavy because it really was just a robe and a glittery, just glittery mask anyway. ah, he's trying to step over the top rope and failed the first time you're a little behind me uh big baby jared anderson um defeated vladimir tereshkin by tko in the second round uh, tereshkin wanted none of big baby um this was probably uh, the yeah. best fight of the undercard delicious squash is delicious what do you want me to say robert hellenius uh defeated uh adam kaznowski mike wazowski uh, by DQ because uh, Kanowski kept hitting him in the balls. Uh, I think this. I think this guy is done as a contender. Like they, they keep trying to do something with him, and he's not making his well use of his TV time. Uh, we talked about this before. Frank Ch- uh, Sanchez defeated Ajagba uh, by unanimous decision in a boring fight, where I spent most of it watching. I spent most of it watching Fight Club. Uh, from Game Changer Wrestling, which we never quite got to Moxley versus Nick Gage, unfortunately, before I had to turn it off and focus on this. Uh, Biggie's doing the intro for Fury as well. Yes, he is. He's all New Day about it, too. Look at him. Look at him, Robert Winfrey. Look at him yelling, screaming into the camera and carry on. What's happening here? Hope he got paid. What is this? <laughs> You're a little behind me, so you haven't seen it yet. But... Uh, We've got some gypsy dancing going on. Woo! Hot diggity. You know, Tyson Fury, I said this before, he is a man of the people. He is, <laughs> a, sh- he is a showman. Of the highest order. Really is. I mean, he does this uh, slightly ludicrous stuff that's always seems to work somehow. It's kind of great. Remember when he uh, wrestled at Crown Jewel and he showed up in the uh, the, the robe and everything? He looked. He looked like an Arab. He looked like a Saudi Arabian. Yes, I I recall that. <laughs> yep. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh, who did he? Didn't he fight on like some um, Hispanic holiday and he showed up in like full regalia with the? No, no, no. You, you're confu- uh, No, you're confusing a couple of things here. It mm-hmm. was Floyd Mayweather who did it first. Okay. He fought. I forget which fight of his it was. He fought some. He fought a Mexican fighter. I forget which one. So forgive me. Yeah. And Floyd came out in uh, a poncho and a sombrero <laughs> because he's Floyd Mayweather. And cultural and, appropriation. And what Fury did was an homage to that. It was for I think it was for the Tom Schwartz fight. It was that it was Schwartz or Valine. I can't remember okay. which. Probably Valine, and then the Schwartz fight was when he did Apollo Creed. All right. Yeah, I remember you making a big deal about that. All right. So Tyson Fury is walking out like a Roman gladiator. I think we're doing I think we're doing three hundred is what this is. Yeah, that's that's the vibe. Which not would not be Roman now that I've said that out loud. No, it's Spartan. That would be Greek. Uh, yeah, I I, I hey, know hey. I know my history. Thank you. Oh, do okay. Allow me to ask you the the actual question here. Then Spartans were not from Sparta. That was not the actual name of their city state. Do you know what it was? Not off the top of my head, teacher. Because I do. I, yes, you know everything. What is it? I don't it? know. I don't know everything. Uh, Lacedaemonia. 
I, I say it lacks pneumonia. Well, what no, no. This is actually uh, this is actually where the fr you've ever heard something described as laconic. Yes. It came from the attitude of the Lacedaemonians or the Spartans. It's also like, the name of a band. I'm sure it's a terrible band. <laughs> so yes, he he he's coming out here as a Spartan. He's doing the 300 thing. He, yeah, he that's clearly what he's going for here. And you know, God bless him, <laughs> he's making it work. This helmet looks a little phony. It's a but of course it looks phony. <laughs> it's a prize. I would have given more credit for authenticity. All right, let's talk about this. So as Tyson Fury takes forever to get into the ring, you and yeah, I and Pat not have... taking, He's not taking forever, but he's <laughs> taking his time. Um, you and I and Pat had a conversation, and it revolved around this. There was an announcement that should um, Dillian White get past Otto Wallen on October 30th in their fight, he, uh, he is now currently the mandatory challenger for the... He's the interim WBC heavyweight champion, and he's now the mandatory for the winner of this fight. And Anthony Joshua has a rematch clause with Usyk. And when we were having the conversation, they hadn't activated the rematch clause. But as of today, Eddie Hearn announced on Twitter that Joshua has, in fact, activated his rematch clause, and they are now in negotiations. My contention that you guys argued with me about was that I feel like both um, Usyk and Joshua 2 will happen in the first quarter, probably February, uh, based on how the calendars usually go. And I think that Tyson Fury is not going to want to go without a fight all the way to summer, which would be the first time either one of them would be available post that fight. So I think he takes the fight with White. And I think we get Usyk Joshua 2 in February, we get Tyson, Fury, Dillian White in maybe March, and then we get the winner of those two fights probably in May or June. What do you think? Uh, May or June might be a little bit early. We're probably going to look more towards late summer than early. Okay. Uh, we're just going to kind of have we're going to have to wait and see on that one. Um, I think Dillian White would take step aside money, but with, but depending on when the rematch between Alexander and Joshua gets made. Uh, that's going to be the that's going to be the deciding factor because if that fight's not until February, at that point I tend to think that yeah, uh, Fury will probably take a fairly easy fight against Dillian White. If Joshua and Usyk decide they're going to fight in December, mm -hmm. maybe not. It's a fast turnaround from some like September. Look, like I said, if. and Usyk has already said he has been training since I like late last year for a fight that took place in September. He's kind of done for a while from what he said and that he wants a break and then he'll go back to camp, which is why I keep thinking February. Well, February makes the most sense. And again, if that's the case, yeah, we'll probably get Fury and White at some point, assuming mm -hmm. Fury wins this fight. And for the record, I do favor Fury. Fair enough. Yeah, so do I. I... I think Fury wins. I believe my prediction the last time was that it was going to go to a decision. I'm going to double down on that because I'm mock. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yes, you are. I think this goes to a decision. I don't think we have a definitive finish in this fight. I tend to think Fury's capable of replicating what he did last time and getting a stoppage this time. 
I really wish I could uh, find the image of the disfigured fighter from uh, the episode of Family Guy where Lois is a boxer. Because <laughs> I said that to somebody at work today, which if you're watching, hi, friend at work, whose name I tend to get wrong and won't when I see him tomorrow. Um, but I, I, I was comparing Deontay Wilder when in the in the in the image of him getting punched by Fury before the fight was over with the <laughs> with the Mike Tyson analog from um, or uh, Muhammad Ali analog from Family Guy, and I and I want to put them like like side by side, but I don't have that kind of time. But I, but that's what I always think about when I when I think about Deontay Wilder in the previous fight. Yeah, that this is what happens when we run out of things to talk about because they take too long getting in the ring. Yeah, they take as long as they're gonna take. Well, we're almost there. We have we have men with shirts off. We're getting close. And again, Tyson Fury gets the proper presentation for this kind of stuff better than just about anybody. <laughs> Why you don't you don't like uh, Deontay Wilder's native getup? Yeah. <laughs> it's again, it's more about the overall presentation. You know, Fury comes out and he makes a deal of it. Yeah. Wilder comes out and he says, I spent all this money on this thing. Pay attention to it. <laughs> all righty. Oh, we're doing fighter introductions now. They're in the ring. Tyson Fury still hasn't taken off his shirt yet. He uh, will in a minute. I know. Do it now. Get your shirt yeah. off already. So anxious to see Tyson Fury. <laughs> I need to see all of that man meat. Get it off. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Biggie about to get his big meaty man slapping meat. <laughs> yeah buddy um all right we are shaking belts we are bouncing tyson fury looks hungry man he's looking like he's see <laughs> i was actually listening to um another boxing podcast and they were talking about how like deontay wilder and actually i think we brought this up too deontay wilder never looks like he's up for a fight like deontay wilder in in some interviews and like backstage stuff he you know he looks like he's ready to murder and then he actually gets in the ring and he looks like a hostage like he you know he talked about um getting in the ring when he was when he was coming into the arena tonight he talked about with the interviewer that he if he's clear-headed he can think through things and he can make better decisions so the object was to stay calm but i almost feel like he overdoes it like like where's you <sighs> He does like Tyson Fury looks like he's ready to kill this guy as they start as we finally yeah. get started here. Um DeAndre Fury, Wilder, Fury again, always looks Fury always looks like he's ready to kill you. And this is one of the things he's Fury by his own admission has been fighting. Not he took up boxing when he was around 10. Mm -hmm. But he's been fighting since before that. Like that's I just I, he I'm prides I'm, himself on being a person of that constitution right. who loves to fight. I'm, and I I'm don't with the camp of Wilder people who does. I wish I wish Deontay Wilder would get a little bit more excited. Here we go, round one. All right, Deontay. Well, oh gosh, this is we're already starting off exactly <laughs> the way because <laughs> I remember you. I remember us talking about Deontay Wilder and his insistence on trying to jab to the body. Immediately, that's what he starts with. And yep. he's not hitting nothing. <laughs> he's trying, but he's not connecting. Right, I'm going to feed my dog, but you I, can still you can still hear me. So <laughs> keep right, going. Well, We're good. No, you're fine. Deontay Wilder uh, just threw a series of hooks there. Uh, Tyson Fury, who was against the ropes. Tyson Fury slipped away. Though I will tell you this. I said, I, I wonder if Deontay Wilder was going to come out fast and furious. And he 
he's not timid this time. He's throwing a, a lot of punches, not hitting a lot of anything. Tyson Fury still adept at being able to slip and dodge and take some of the mustard off some of these punches. I mean, stop with the single jabs, Deontay Wilder. Let's well, throw if, a combination or two. Well, if you'll recall, part of the things, one of the things I said was Wilder will, if Wilder comes out more aggressive, mm-hmm. that's not, I mean, it's better than late than standing back there and getting hit. Right. But I don't think it, I still don't think that's a real path to victory for him. And he looks scared. Like, look at his eyes. He's swinging, but he's, he's, he looks concerned. When he throws that left, his whole body sort of folds over and, yeah. and he's also moving his head. He is expecting a counter every single time, which very you know, clearly. Which is fine, you know, th- th- that's boxing for you. At least he's not just leaving his chin up. But, yeah, he's not – he he's throwing and very much afraid of getting countered. And so yeah, kind you, of you like, can, I'll just take the counter and be done with this. You can see the way he's throwing this. He's stepping deep with his jab and lunging to stab it out there. And then he retreats back. He actually takes another step when he backs up. Mm-hmm. And he's and Tyson Fury is starting to jab him up for it. Then Fury very quickly punches into the clinch. Uh, so the uh, box stat score is here. Wilder has landed seven to Fury's two. And I will tell you, as I'm watching it, I'm a little ahead of you. He was actually That's starting to land to the body there. Hey, we got a front face lock. <laughs> Well, again, th- this is one I, of the things- I could have sworn Tyson Fury was going for a DDT. No, he's just going to lean his weight onto the back of Wilder's neck and upper torso like this and make him carry an extra, you know, 280 pounds there for as long as he can and just bang the body while he's there. Put a little strain on the neck. Uh, Tyson Fury landed a couple there. He started to pick up his punch count. They clinch up again. Boy, Wilder, he's swinging to the body as Wilder, but he's, you can see the prop. He ate a left to the body in there, did mm-hmm. Wilder. He's swinging from too far out. Like, he's not measuring. his Because right. of the way his feet are working, his jab isn't the measuring. Again, normally that's a measuring stick. Mm-hmm. It's out here, and if I know you're here, then I can follow. If I'm moving in when I jab and then stepping back further when I move away, this is no longer telling me anything. So Deontay Wilder threw more. He landed more, but he Fury might have taken landed, more. But he Fury might have landed taken, the much better shots. I was getting there. Uh, Tyson Fury, I think, did more damage in that round. And so, if you the go last... by the Scott Gatowski method of scoring fights, I would have rather have been Tyson Fury than Deontay Wilder in that round. The last punch of that round was a really nice punch, for, a right hand from Tyson Fury, which we saw yeah. in the beginning of the replay there. That's Fury's round. Look, 90% of what Wilder landed were jabs to the body that didn't amount to a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. Fury's round. Let's not overly complicate this, please. I need to do deep analysis of this. All right. So we're into round two here. Uh, Wilder a little slower than, uh, than than the first round. I got, yeah. I got excited there in that first round. I was like, ooh, oh, Christ. So <laughs> Look, Tyson Fury just sort of winged one out there. And Deontay Wilder decided, I don't want any of that, and just did this weird sidestep. Uh, see, the worst thing that can happen to you when you fight, an, especially if you fight an immediate rematch of a fight you lost, mm-hmm. is when you pick up right where you left off. 
Okay, so Deontay Wilder wants to end this like now, quick, fast, in a hurry. Did you see that? He's because whatever composure he had in the first round is kind of gone, and he's just like, I'm, I'm Deontay Wilder. I I club deers. I'm gonna, I'm throwing now. I'm just throwing whatever I got. I mean, he's try again. He's gonna try, but I think he look. He knows he's overmatched. He might deny it, Mm -hmm. and. To a degree, you have to if you're going to be a professional, especially at that level. Like you, there's a huge amount of self-deception that goes into this. Yeah. Like you delude yourself about certain things. At the same time, like 40, 40 knockouts in a row is not, you know, <laughs> something to sneeze at either. You no. know, it's our competition. No, it's really not. And I'm not trying to insult the man, but sometimes when you run across, especially if you don't have never run across the guy who's got your number mm-hmm. and then you meet the guy who's got your number, you know. Yeah. And at this point, I think he knows like this is this. This is exactly what happened in the second fight. The most recent fight between these two, they didn't pick up in round. When did that one end round? Uh, what? Nine. Their Something second like fight. Yeah. Yeah. This is just round 10 and 11 of that fight. Yeah. And that destroy that will destroy your confidence because you've spent time trying to change. You've tried to figure things out. You've changed your camp. You've changed your corner. You've got so, new tape. You've got new strategy. Did you see and- that from Deontay Wilder? He's loading up that right hand. He has decided the only way I'm getting out of this is if I club this man with my right. And so he is throwing it with no setup. He's throwing it with reckless abandon. He and does not Fury care is, anymore. And Fury is already boxing the crap out of him. Yeah. Like Fury's giving him a pretty thorough schlubbing. Yeah, I'm I'm much more confident in scoring this round for Fury than I was in the first round. God, we're only in round two. Um, but yeah, it's so weird to see somebody mentally collapse in only one round. Well, again, we're not talking about one round. We're talking about sure. That's that's the point you were making as we're in yeah we're we're in twelve rounds not one round. Well, we're not even in we're not even in twelve if you count their first fight, right? Like we're in round you know (laughs) twenty, and that is and dealing with that especially when there's no change. Mm -hmm. If what you did didn't change anything, or even if it did, but you can't see that it did. That destroy so, that will mess you up in- psychologically. I did all this work, and I'm gonna get embarrassed again. And now I've got one thing, I got mm-hmm. one weapon, and maybe that'll get me out of this. But he's exhausting himself swinging that right hand. If I have a sneaking suspicion at least one of those judges gave that first round to Deontay Wilder. That second round clearly went to Tyson Fury three cards. So I'm curious now to see what Ty- what Deontay Wilder does in this third round. I'm curious to see what his corner is telling him in terms of like, are you winning? Are you losing? Is it too soon to tell? Um, You can get some replays that Fury's right hand, man. Deontay Wilder frustrated. And like, and like, look, I, I think there's a tendency for me being a mental health professional to kind of project onto some of these guys and maybe read more into it than it is. But and and I don't want people hearing this to be like, you just don't like Deontay Wilder. That's not it. I'm only, I'm just calling it as I see it. And he looks frustrated. He looks impatient. He's just winging stuff now. Ugh. Yeah, he's he's struggling with the physical reality of Tyson Fury mm-hmm. again. Kind of reminds me of the 
not totally, not 100%, but in a very small way, it kind of reminds me of the second Joshua Ruiz fight where Ruiz couldn't catch Joshua at all. Joshua was boxing 100%, a purely technical, boring as shit masterpiece. And, and Andy Ruiz was like ready to throw down his gloves and give up because Joshua wouldn't just like meet him in the center and trade punches. Fury just keeps cracking Wilder with that long left, and it's really it's messing with his head, and it's starting yep. to land. Wilder's over swinging more than usual now. He's gonna, dude. I think Wilder's gonna gas out sooner than you than he did in the first in their the most recent fight. Well, one like, of the things he's that Tyson Fury a little bit. One of the things Tyson Fury is doing is that he'll throw a combination or two, and then he leans on yeah. Wilder. And I mean, Wilder, one of the things Wilder said in the lead up to this was, you know, I'm now bench pressing 350 pounds. One, I've seen your videos, buddy. Your, <laughs> the, your spotters, they're doing a fair bit of that. You ain't lifting 350. You're so, lifting. So to casual people, what Tyson Fury is doing looks like ugly and, you know, he's tying up. And he's doing. But if you think about it, he is, ma- he is wearing out Deontay Wilder's arms. Yeah that's kind of the big thing he's doing. He's making him carry his weight. He's leaning on him. He's making him move them. And the more you fatigue the arms, especially for a big power puncher, the slower the punches come. And Wilder Mm -hmm. bulked up his arms and shoulders anyway. So they're a bit slower than they were before to begin with. And we see him trying to swing for the fences again and still hitting nothing. Mm -hmm. Because his, not only are his punches not set up, he's not. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep, there we go. Down goes Wilder. Down goes Wilder. Down goes Wilder. I saw it coming, by the way, and I'll tell you why. He um he was breathing, his mouth wide open. I'm actually surprised he didn't drop his mouthpiece. Yeah. And it was shortly when I saw him breathing, mouth agape. That was the opening. Tyson Fury came in, and shortly thereafter, he knocked him and, down. Yeah, his... back up again. But this is he, this is not looking good for Deontay Wilder. Very, very bad. Yeah, that yeah. was short of a piano falling out of the sky. He has lost this round ten to eight, which is not good. Consider, oh shit, here he goes again. Look at him. Look at Tyson Fury. He muscled him into the ropes like like a football player, like a rugby scrum. If you're that, if you're that big, mm. and you can use it properly, it's a weapon. And Wilder is. You want to know how you get away from this? With a gun? No. You don't need you a said, gun to You avoid said that this. once, and I won't let it go. Go ahead. You just need good footwork. Like, you sure. just need good ring generalship, well, and Wilder doesn't have it. We were talking and, about this at work today, like how important, like, footwork is to a fighter and what an overlooked thing oh, it is. Oh, it's because everything. Of, because it's not, you know, for people who are watching casually, it's not the prettiest thing in the world. It's not, you know, it's not big knockouts. It's not, you know, cool-looking hooks like you see in Rocky. But it's like, it's such a fundamental building block of any combat fighter. You have making sure that you have good uh, footwork, foot placement, stance, all of that. Your yeah, your position within the ring. Mm-hmm. That's all. You know, again, that's everything. A, a good boxing, a good boxing coach, can tell you within three minutes what your level is just by how you stand. I mean, even right. getting a good boxing stance is a difficult thing. And Wilder is just. His legs are all over the place. He's not standing well. He brings his feet together more often than he should because he's afraid of Fury. Again, every one of those jabs, he steps deep, leans for the jab, then brings his left foot back halfway and takes another step back with his right. I wish he had taken the Andy Ruiz fight when that was on the table because high-level tough man makes me happy, and that's what it would have been. 
No, Andrew Ruiz would have been flatlined very quickly. <laughs> right. High-level high tough man. Look, Ruiz is not a bad fighter, and I don't mean to besmirch him. He just needs to be inside. Oh, and look he... at that. Did you see that left? That left caught Wilder squat in the yeah. eye, and he kind of like, Mora, trick it off. He's Wilder, because of, the, again, of what he does with his right hand, mm -hmm. that's kind of what Fury's keying off of. Every time that right hand loads, Fury's popping him with a left, be that a jab or a hook, or he's got a feel for his timing when he's stepping and he's catching him mid-step with that left. The ref just admonished Tyson for hitting him in the back of the head, but I'll tell you, you yeah, said it before, and it, was very, there. <laughs> and it was very prophetic. Uh, Wilder's gassing. I... I'm not saying bulking up was the sole cause of this. Sure. It's not. It's a lack of technique relative to what Tyson Fury is bringing there to him. There was combined. a lot of wasted movement in those yeah. first three rounds. Yeah, he's he's over-swinging a lot. He's loading mm -hmm. up a lot. And then when he's missing, it's more tiring to miss a punch than to hit it even if they block. God, did you, do you see the uh, at your part of the feed, did you see what the odds were? And I'm not sure if those are going up live or that if or if it's static. Live, it was like, if they're showing, like, what, what they show on the broadcast will not be mm -hmm. the will not be the odds at the start of the fight, but the live odds. Oh, okay. I just, are they calling that a knockdown? Because that looked like a slip for Tyson. Uh, we will no, get a, re a knockdown. It was a knockdown. Uh, wow, even up, even sl Steven. Slightly, oh. well. Even on knockdown, didn't even didn't. on knockdowns. Yes, he had a 10 8 round, Tyson Fury did, and now Deontay Wilder's got one. But no. I they he, counted it's a knockdown. No, 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 that means you win the round. The other guy can do enough to win back the point. No, I understand that. I just call, I'm just saying they both have had knockdowns now, and down goes Fury again. What That's is happening here? He is falling apart at the seams, Tyson is. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what happened. Um, yeah, he got. Thing? Did he get hit behind the ear? No, he got hit with a hard straight right. Okay. Like that's what started. That was the first knockdown. He right. got hit, and that's what led to him falling. He didn't slip. Okay. He got hit, and that's what caused the eventual knockdown. He's still trying to get his head back from that. Yeah. Uh, oh. That's going to be a big confidence booster for Deontay Wilder. I'll bet he comes out more. First of all, he looks tired as shit. But yeah, I, I, well, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say Deontay Wilder. The next round, he's going to be a little bit more composed and calm down in there. And I think I, he's going to try to. I, I, I think would he, not have called that. I'm looking at the replay. I would yeah. not have called that second one a knockdown. That's what I'm saying. Like it. First one clear. First one's a clear yeah, that's, knockdown. That's, that's what I'm one seeing down. now on, on my replay. So here comes the second one. Mike, <laughs> it was like a Popeye punch. He just like reared back and threw it. Okay, so the second one, it looked like he overthrew, he threw it over Tyson. Okay, back of the head. That's what that was. He hit him in the back of the head and he fell, he fell forward. And the ref gave him credit for it. Yeah, that was... So between the two knockdowns, he does get to a 10-8. Yeah. But I don't think five. I don't think Wilder has a whole lot after this round. I mean, I, I'm assuming Fury recovered appropriately, which mm -hmm. might be a big assumption on my part. But 
But I mean, two knockdowns, whatever they were, I mean, and they were counted as knockdowns, so I'm going to count them as knockdowns. Yeah. That's a big confidence booster for Deontay Wilder, who was up to that point losing this fight. It is, but look at what he's doing. Right? Like, his confidence might be okay, but he's still swinging mm-hmm. and swinging wide. Okay. Where I'm at in the fight, he just threw two, a couple of straight lefts, a couple of jabs. He's going for that big knockout again. He is desperately trying to land that like that that big cartoonish hook that he's got. Yeah, and I think Fury's oh. good combination there from Tyson. Just hit him two, three times square in the button. Every time this is what and this will break Wilder's confidence. I don't really care that he, you're that you know he got a couple of knockdowns. Mm-hmm. Fury's right back. If anything, this might wound him more. Fury's back up. And those two, the punch that he knocked Tyson Fury down with the first time, best punch he's landed on Fury since the 12th round of their first fight. All right. So I like what Tyson Fury is doing here is he's, he's once again getting in close with Deontay Wilder. He's eliminating that wingspan of his. Yeah. And he's making it so that he Dude, can't he is throw those. Maul- he punches. is mauling Wilder in the clinch. Yeah. Like Wilder is not comfortable here. It's very, very obvious. Right. And Fury is no. happy to fight him here. No, Deontay Wilder wants this Ooh, wants to stand firmly jab. planted and throw power shots, and Tyson Fury won't let him because if he does, he's going to knock Tyson Fury out. Fury's getting sorry. Wilder's getting ro- wobbled by jabs. <laughs> like some of that's just his balance. Some of that's his legs not being there. Mm-hmm. That's a really poor sign for him considering we've not even hit the halfway mark (laughs) you know if fury took those knockdowns and got wilder to overswing i think that's an acceptable gambit given what wilder is looking like now you know i have to say this we're we're 35 seconds into into uh but to the end of round five and i I don't want to over talk something that might actually look good but compare this to joshua usik like, this is a very crowd-pleasing fight. There's a lot yeah. of action. These guys are slugging. We've seen early knockdowns. This is the stuff of highlight reels. This is going to be the talk of the water cooler tomorrow morning. Joshua Usyk was so much better boxing. So, well, this is, this is, the, this is I think, the genius of Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. He can box with Usyk. Yeah. And, in fact, he can make Usyk. He's a terrible matchup for Usyk. Because he's a big man who knows how to box and knows mm-hmm. how to fight big. If Joshua knew how to fight like the bigger man and actually like box as a bigger man, he can beat Usyk. He just doesn't have the skill set to do so. Fury absolutely does. It'll probably be a terrible fight from entertainment standpoint. Mm-hmm. But Fury's a horrible matchup for Usyk. And Fury's back on the horse. I think he won the fifth round. So I've got I've got him up on the scorecards. <laughs> What do you have it as? Uh, I think the only round Wilder won would be the one ten eight, and if Fury's won every other round, including his own ten eight, so he'd be up a couple of points. Okay. I've, I haven't been keeping track on a note like I normally would, but my apologies for that. All right, we're in Deontay Wilder's corner right here. He's getting off the stool real quick, like ten words or less. So what do you think they're telling him? You're doing great, champ. <laughs> Terrific. Because that's what he wants people to tell him. Yeah. Round six. We have uh, Tyson Fury coming out jabbing. That Wilder not being able to deal with Fury's jab after this much time. Like you've and had his, this. And his over reliance on a thing that doesn't work has got to be the most frustrating thing about me for this fight. 
to me about this fight. That that jab to the body that does nothing for him. It's a good measuring stick if you're planted after you throw it. Like yeah. if you plant, if you throw that and you plant, then the overhand right follows because you have this. You can even fake it and throw the overhand right. Yeah, that was something I think we've talked about in previous like Canelo fights where he just kind of throws a lazy jab to the body, but then he cover, then he comes back with something heavier and harder. Oof. But he likes the, he's another one that likes the jab to the body. Oh, a couple of scraping shots against Tyson Fury's head there from Deontay Wilder. Yeah, Tyson but Fury, Fury gets him right back. Fury cracked him with a left hook. Did you see his knees buckle there? And it wasn't bit, from a yeah. punch. It was it was putting weight on his neck. Yeah, he's Wilder's going to keep throwing because he doesn't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. But watch him physically. He is not. Look at his legs, man. The so legs, according legs to Larry's unofficial tell on scorecard, the, that was a 10-7 round for Wilder. Who's yeah, got, he's, he's up. He's up. Ah, he gave him the first round. He gave him the first round. I beat further, the smart kids. 47-45. Further proof that he's an idiot. <laughs> Look. Fury Wilder did not win that first round. You have to be high okay, or on well, the take or senile or all of the above. I can only tell you that that's what Larry Hazard. Him, so yeah. it's Larry Hazard okay. who is older, who is too old. Like his okay. prescription needs to be checked. He right, also, uh, hold on. In the he, clinch he, again. Hold on. Are that moron, still... that moron gave Wilder the fifth. Screw that guy. Okie dokie. He's oh, look idiot. at that. Big, big punches from Tyson Fury. Trading lefts and rights. Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder isn't even aiming anymore. He's just throwing. Tyson Fury understands the range of this fight and mm -hmm. is maximizing that. He knows when he's safe. He knows right. when he's inside of Wilder's range, and he's happy to trade there. Okay. And no, he's knockdown, no knockdown there. Again, he put pressure on the back of his neck and and down and Deontay Wilder went down to a knee, but obviously it's not a knockdown. Yeah, that's that's not a knockdown, but it's a really bad. Oh, knock. here we go. God, every time Tyson Fury gets Deontay Wilder on the ropes, God, look how like I don't want to just bash the guy because I know I'll hear about it, but I mean Deontay Wilder's footwork is so it's, bad. Yeah, especially right now. Like he's tired, he's been forced to carry the extra weight of Fury. Mm-hmm. His footwork's never that great to begin with. I mean, like he's just lazily like throwing. I'll do it for the camera. God, but he's just Fury is just clubbing him. I was thinking about like Roy Nelson. You know, Roy Nelson's like yeah. ridiculous windmill straight arm punches mm -hmm. that worked in MMA because MMA and Hang early on. MMA for that matter. Yeah, like that wouldn't even work in contemporary MMA. No, I understand that it was a dark ages of MMA. But I mean that that's what Wilder just basically threw. It wasn't quite as circular, but he just kind of went meow. You know, there was no hook in it. There was no shoulder. It was it was all just windmill. Yeah, Wilder's in real trouble here, and yeah. he's not going to admit it. And his corner, if they, I assume they see it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what they're going to be able to do about it. Fury is kind of having his way with him. You, as gassed as Wilder is right now, we just passed the halfway mark. Right. But, that's, if, but if the judges that's a, agree with Larry Hazard, uh, I mean, we're maybe tied up. Watch this we, be a draw again. Oh, God. I would throw something. <laughs> well, you got to do it live on camera, okay? No, I'm not going to throw something live on camera. Right. Look, the only way you're getting to a draw at this point is if you give Wilder the fifth. Mm -hmm. And he didn't deserve the fifth. I don't care what Larry Hazard said. You're an overpriced hack. Okay. Round seven. 
uh, according to the box stats, we have a 70 to 41 thrown for uh, landed rather for Fury over Wilder. At least look at that. Look at Tyson Fury and his legs just all bouncing and pepping his step. Look at that. Look at his stance. Look at that. Mm-hmm. He's got a great A-frame stance going on. He's a little bit leaned back, and he's able and to just bounce in. And he, and pushes, he pushes Wilder into the ropes again. And Wilder's got nothing for it. Like, you would think... Sorry. I love, like, watching our live counter. It went from, like, 18 to 5 to 18 to 5 again. It was really weird. Anyway. It goes up, it goes up and down a little bit, people checking in and checking out. So sure. to, any, to anyone watching live, we do thank you very much. You guys are great. Please feel free to engage in some particular fashion. Leave a comment if you can. If you're watching on Twitch, uh, give a follow. Yeah, if you put Follows a really funny comment in there, I'll actually put it on the screen. He will. Um, <laughs> if you spell something wrong, that's even better. Oof. Oh my God! Yeah, another push against the ropes. What Tyson Fury is doing is he's pushing Deontay Wilder back within range and then pounding on him, where where Deontay Wilder has nowhere to go. He's essentially backed into the ropes. But if he Look were any him. better boxer, he would be, be he would be getting out of the ropes a lot easier. Again, I give Wilder credit for having a bit of the fighting spirit. He's still throwing, but he doesn't know what to do. Do you remember the opening scene of the first Rocky movie? Where they're just kind of leaning on each other. The most realistic <laughs> boxing sequence in the, in the entirety of Rocky. Yes. Yeah, that one. That's what this oh, is reminding me. That right hand from Fury. <laughs> like Wilder's got nothing. We're well, bored. Well, look, look, we're we've got what about a minute left in the round? Yeah. Well, before you say that, we're bordering on ten eight, and you, there's been no knockdown. So before the sequence I'm looking at now, he had a good couple of straight punches. Uh, then, but then Tyson Fury backed him into the corner and he hit him a couple of times in the corner. And now Fury Deontay is, Wilder's got nothing. Fury is He's killing him to the just body. Like rested on the ropes. Yep. Wilder did like he put his, he backed against the ropes and put his right arm on it. Like it was, you know, the car door. Watch what they were doing in the clinch. We might get a replay of that, uh, mm-hmm. between rounds. Fury was killing him to the body. Just Digging those Look shots at the in way close. Deontay Wilder kind of holds his shoulders. Oh, okay. Wilder was saved by the ropes from that knockdown at the end of the seventh. So I was kind of mentally lamenting the fact that I don't get to watch this on my big TV from across the room in my in my nice big chair because we're doing um we're doing yeah. what we're doing. So I'm watching it on an iPad, but I get so much more detail because I'm so much closer to the screen now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fury yes. is messing him up. Yeah, he is. And he's so tired. Wilder is. I mean, I go back there, to the shoulder. I go back to the there's shoulders. There's no way. There's no way Wilder makes it the distance. Like, <laughs> he, he might, I'm not going to he might do a no moss. Like, we might get to the point where he just can't stand. Nobody in, no. First of all, no, he doesn't. Mentally, I di- I I completely disagree with you. This is not. This is a guy who says I would rather die in this ring than give up. Uh, and nobody in that corner is going to go through what they went through in the previous camp. Yeah. After the fact, they're just like, nope, let him die. It's fine. <laughs> it's, <laughs> just let him. Just whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Don't. No one stops this fight. 
No way. For the record, I would, I would yeah, bet the money record, on that. I'm sure. Look, look Malik Scott, um, one of his lead trainer, came out and said, "Yeah, I promised him I wouldn't throw in the towel," which is a gross breach of ethics as Let, a corner look, man. Look, but they have a referee in there that can stop fights. They do it all the time. 86 to 49 landed Fury Wilder. Yikes, dude. Yikes. Seriously, Fury is apart from that one round mm-hmm. where he just kind of got a little bit lazy on his entry. And Wilder threw the straightest punch of his life. Were I love it. Look, so Fury's wrecking him. Up and 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 Tyson Fury just sort of shrugs him off and just and yep. gives him a punch for his for his uh for his efforts. All right, we're at I mean, look, according to Larry, Larry Hazard. Yeah, he's an idiot. Okay, as I've said before. <laughs> look at the way they started the round. Fury mm-hmm. was up and bouncing and came to the middle of the ring, and Wilder's still sitting on the stool. <laughs> Like, give, I need a minute, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just, just give me a sack, man. Oh, my God. Look at Wilder's face. when And, and Tyson Fury's not, like, throwing anything real heavy. He just sort of threw a couple of, he's like, just, test jabs out him. there. Yeah, he's just, you know, measured for distance. And that <sighs> messed up Deontay Wilder mentally. He was like, oh, what's coming? What's, what's next? Yeah, Wilder is, he's tired. He's hurt. And the brief flash of hope that he had, <laughs> like that, that just made the darkness even worse. Like he had a moment of hope. Right. And then Tyson Fury just happily got back up and said, okay, come on, you big dosser. And <laughs> immediately went back to beating the crap out of him. Boy, am I going to be happy when this passes. I don't have to hear you people say big dosser anymore. Nope, uh, by the way, it. big punch there from Tyson Fury and Wilder stumbled backwards. Oh my God! Look at the way he's shaking, dude. You do that when you're exhausted. You really do. The way that his like upper torso was kind of mm-hmm. like shake, like wavering back and forth. Like he's unsteady on his feet. His shoulders are giving out. You can look at how low his hands are. Like yeah. He, he started this fight with his guard where it's supposed to be. And Tyson and- Fury, it, not that he's fresh as a daisy or anything, but he's not doing any of that. His stance is still good. I'm looking at his I legs mean, right now. By the way, he has really skinny legs. For he really does <laughs> for a man his size, he does like the, the proportions are off. His ham hock body and his pencil thin legs. Yeah, he's. Yeah, Boy, he, if you were a heavyweight champion, you'd be an ugly man, Tyson Fury. Well, being heavyweight champion, Tyson Fury when he was in his 20s was a very good looking man. I'm sure. I mean, I his, know, I wasn't necessarily talking about like his face. Just, uh, just very odd looking, but like he has kind of like like a cartoonish Mister Potato body. Okay, I, I got you. <laughs> I mean, but you oh know, Jesus his, Christ, did you see that? Just <laughs> from, from Deontay Wilder. That I almost feel bad for Wilder. Like he's so done. And yeah, you know what? If Fury wanted to get him out of there, he could. I think he's just gonna make. I think Fury's gonna try and make a point. Like, I'm, I'm going to carry you for another round and a half or so, so you can really know what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wilder is just, he's got nothing. And look, you know, we talk about his hands are go- His hands are going from here below his chest to here to back again. Like, that's all he's got. And we talk about guys who, like, cut easily, especially, like, Caucasian folks versus non-Caucasians, how much uh, easier there's... they cut. It's, just, it's, easier. it's easier to see because they are Caucasian. And well, Tyson uh, Fury doesn't yeah. look like he's been touched. Yeah, like there are some people who just mark up easier. Yeah, right. Some, that's, that's, that's the point uh, that I was making is, yeah. but like, and Tyson, and, and look, Wilder has scored some hits. Obviously, he was knocked down in a few rounds. While, uh, Tyson Fury was, but he doesn't look touched. No. His, I'm looks, looking at his eyes. Like his yeah, eyes don't look like they're not, closing at all. 
Not swelling, not discoloring. Oh, the doctor's in. Good. <laughs> the doctor's going to end this fight. No, no, he's saying he can go. No, I'm I'm glad the doctor's checking on yeah, on Wilder sure. because I don't have the medical expertise to tell you if the man might be having a heart attack or something. <laughs> oh, look at that. Just I mean, it was that was like a professional versus amateur shot there. Tyson Fury just nails him in the chin and Deontay Wilder looked at him and was like, "Did anyone get the number of that truck that just hit me?" Yeah, he's all right, I'm Deontay not... Wilder, if you can hear me, stop punching Tyson Fury in his fat body. It's not working. <laughs> Do something else. The yeah, Again, I'm glad the doctor double-checked on Wilder because he looks awful. And if the doctor with his, you know, brief examination is is saying he's good to continue, then fair play. But look at that man. <laughs> Did you see that? That was awfully close to the liver, to the uh, kidneys. Just got uh... him, like, right in the side there. If you can name the shot properly, do it. <laughs> God. Wilder just... Again, I almost feel bad. Like, this is... This is pro-wrestling sympathetic babyface stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm so tired, and I'm so beat up, and the mean man won't stop hitting me. 105 to 58. When they award I... this to Canelo, I'm going to laugh. No, and for the people listening to this for the first time, it's like, did he just say Canelo? That's yes, a running gag. <laughs> it's a running gag we have here where every fight is scored for Canelo in advance. 120 to uh, 108. At least. <laughs> look, the, the refs, look, the, the judges oh scored a TKO in the third. Uh, look at that. So Tyson Fury from his waist threw just, an, just straight arm punches. And, and then landed. followed it up. And landed, <laughs> yeah. I was every time... There's been a couple of those starts where where I'm thinking Tyson Fury is going to end up knocking out Deontay Wilder because he's just scoring at will. Like, Deontay Wilder, no defense at this point. This must be the most fun Tyson Fury has in a boxing ring because he gets to occasionally stop boxing and just swing. Oh, that's the thing. It's like... All he the, doesn't care. All the credit <laughs> in the world to Deontay Wilder. He's taking a lot of damage. He's like, taking this, a ton of abuse. This guy... It's not fighting until 2022. I can tell you that right now. No, when he'll if, he'll fight again. In, he'll fight again in 2021 because that's what he does. And uh, they'll give I don't him. Think medically, he'll get cleared to the way he looks. You can get cleared with a doctor's note. I mean, maybe in Texas, Florida, I mean, in Texas, they'll clear dude, him like tomorrow. Dude, your commission sanctioned Vitor Belfort and 60 year old Evander Holyfield. Uh, okay, so Florida and Texas, got it. Yeah, this is again. This is sad at this point. Fury is just say, so much better. I, I, it, it, it's comical. Wilder's dead. His arms are dead. <laughs> his legs. I, I don't mean physically. Damn it! You beat me to the joke. I was gonna say Deontay Wilder doing his best impression of a heavy bag. Yeah, he's getting there. I mean, his legs are dead. His arms are dead. His defense is never great to begin with. And, and I feel bad because I know people that like there were people who I talked to at work today that were like, I think Deontay Wilder's got this one. And it's like, <laughs> did you laugh? <laughs> did you point and laugh? Uh, well, I couldn't. One of them is one of my superiors. But um, oh, OK, but I expect you to point and laugh when you see this person <laughs> on Monday. Here's the thing. Like, I no matter what you say, it always just sounds like you just hate Deontay Wilder. And it's like you like it's not that I'm just. How do you watch this fight and not see the obvious? You be a... There's an answer to that. 
believe it or not. Right. So I'm looking a little bit closer at Tyson Fury now. He's got some lumpage around around a the little. island. But I mean, un, not unexpected. Look, Wild, not a big deal either. Wilder is more marked up than Fury is. Yeah, he is. Visibly. Round 10. Got Wilder's corner should stop this. They're they not are going not going to. I know they're I know they're not going to. <laughs> I know that. Mm-hmm. But look at that man and yeah. tell me he should be in this round. No. Especially look at Tyson Fury look compared him. to him. He's now leaning on Tyson Fury. Dude, the clinch is not your friend. Oh, he, big he's, time. He's leaning on Fury. Fury. He's doing it because he can't stand on his own. I know. That's <laughs> the problem. It's just, he doesn't have anything. Can you imagine being a casual audience member? This might be like the fight of the fucking year. Uh, I mean, even if you're not a casual fan, if you if you're willing to appreciate the drama, this sure. will still score highly. I mean, I'm like again, I, I I am desperately trying to say something nice about Deontay Wilder. Boy, can he stand in there and get the shit beat out of him? God bless him for trying. Yeah, <laughs> Which, I mean, and I, I don't say that pejoratively. I mean, plenty of lesser fighters would have been done by now, either because they would have felt fallen over from a barrage of punches or they would have just quit on the stool. Like, I don't want to come out for three more rounds of this. <laughs> and so, Fury is, yeah, Fury doesn't want this to go the distance Fury either. He's marched trying across to the this. ring. It was, like a, it was like football. Fury just marched across the ring with Deontay Wilder directly in front of him, and Deontay Wilder couldn't stop him. Like, he couldn't, he, he couldn't backpedal away. He couldn't circle. His legs are gone. They're just gone. Oh, Damn. Okay, big swing and a miss from Deontay Wilder. He was off balance, and then Tyson Fury just nails him with a right, and down he went. Oh, God. Don't get up, man. Just don't. Nope, nope. Hands are up. Uh, you don't Come need this, man. You don't need this, and here comes Fury. <laughs> You're a crazy person. There's no way he, st- There's no way he quits. He's you going got- down in his sh- All the credit in the world to Deontay Wilder. He's about to lose this fight on, on his shield. You could have stayed down there and no one would have blamed you, man. You're a not crazy one person. person. No, no, I, I mean that. Who would have blamed him? No, no, no. He... I, I, I'm not arguing that part of it. But if you think he was going to stay down when he could have gotten up, like, you, no. This guy is severely impacting the quality of his later life by doing this. Okay. I, I, I can't even kid you about that. But I'm not. I mean, I wish I was joking, but these are the kind of. Fucking, that was like the ugliest try hard uppercut I've ever seen. These are the kinds he's of throwing punches and falling off balance every time. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you no, no, off, but like I'm amazed because at any other fight that I have watched over the past five to ten years, they, they somebody fighting would have gone down. Well, somebody with a conscience would have said enough's enough. Well, that too, but I mean, throwing the, that many punches and then falling off balance and then being countered, you'd have been done. They'd have stopped it. Uh... Yeah, look, uh, these are the kinds of beatings, especially consecutively, mm-hmm. that will alter your career. Yeah. And it, this is somewhat saved by the fact that Fury's not the biggest puncher in the world. But <sighs> you take you this many punches. Went, did you see the replay just now where, where Tyson Fury hit him and he kind of went horizontal? Yeah. <laughs> he got hit with that uppercut and just like stood up on his tiptoe. I got hit in a mosh pit. <laughs> And my legs went out from under me, and I literally went horizontal and fell straight down. That's kind of what that looked like. I mean, 
Fury is just letting Wilder swing at him at this point because it's exhausting him more. What do you think <laughs> the commentators are saying right now? I don't know. I don't <laughs> care either. I just, I know how brutally honest you and I are. And like, I can only imagine what they're trying to come up with to say about Deontay Wilder. They're going to, they're going to give him the credit he deserves. Sure. And they're going to exaggerate it just a bit because that's what rounds. they do. 139 to one to 139 to 70 Fury over Wilder. 120 to 108 Canelo. This, oh God, this, there's no way this goes the distance. Like if Fury, I think Fury wants, no, no, I, I mean it in the following way. Uh-huh. I think Fury wants to end this and now is going to make a concerted effort to do so. All right. We'll see what happens over the next three, uh, six minutes. A little less. You know, he's just crazy enough. He might want the poetic justice of doing it in the 12th. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. At 258. <laughs> well, not at 258, but. <laughs> Sorry, 249. How about that? What, what? Oh, God. Wilder's. He is so dead. Like, he is just. He is just dead. He's. Oh, his head position. Like, he, he's lost tension in his neck. Yeah. And, and that's the, yeah. like, that's down, the real danger. Done. Done. We're done. Please no he... be done. Yeah. Seriously. I don't, went, we don't need yeah, any we're more done. of this. We're done. Good. He went down face first. All right. Finally. Well, I bet you, I bet he ends it. And then like within seconds later, after I made a stupid joke, he did it. So good for you. Fury didn't want there to be any, I don't, I think he wanted there to be nothing that Wilder could lean on. I mean, absolutely. I mean, look, he nothing. can go on Twitter tomorrow and say Tyson Fury used gypsy magic on me. True story. Um, I'm sure he can. <laughs> but you know what I like? You know what I mean? No, I do. Like, there's I do. nothing okay. here. So, all right. At this point, we he's we're done. Oh, with that this. right. So I'm getting a I'm getting a brief replay here. Mm-hmm. That right in the clinch that finally did it. It was I ugly, mean, man. Like. Like, look, we both love combat sports, and we have seen, you know, ha, ha. Pro- <laughs> his ears <laughs> bleeding again from pro wrestling. <laughs> Be nice. I, I think from, he popped his eardrum with that last punch. From pro wrestling to kickboxing <laughs> to boxing to MMA, we have seen some ugly injuries take place within those ropes and cages. There was a look. There was you know, a guy who. There was a fighter just this last week who died who fought on one of the more recent yeah. BKFC events. Now, in fairness. To what's happened to what happened there, it was not purely from punches that he sustained. The way he fell after he when yeah. he was knocked out, he landed like here as he hunched forward and he broke his neck basically. All right, so like I said, we're done with this now. He can't claim any more rematches. He, you know, he claimed Gypsy Magic all he wants, but he ostensibly between the WBC ordering Dillian White if he gets past Otto Wallen as mandatory, um, I. The, he he can't argue for a fourth fight without getting a few more wins back under his belt, which my contention is that he takes the rest of the year off. I don't think he gets back in there again. Um, not, but maybe, th- not this year, no. No, I, I think, like I said, I don't think we see Deontay Wilder again until 2022 at the earliest, maybe January, if he decides once he's medically cleared, he needs to get back on the horse and get a good win back under him. So your Deontay Wilder's management team who do you who do you pair him up with next? Gosh, I'm trying to. I mean, read. that Andrew Ruiz fight's still out there. The Ruiz fight is there, and 
might make sense. Um, some of this is, if you're his management, you have to find the right fight that will build his confidence back up. Mm-hmm. But also won't be seen as, you know, unless you don't care and you just want to give him a tune-up fight, mm-hmm. and if that's what you want, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that necessarily after what he just did for his last couple of fights. Right. If you want to just get him... Who's the uh, who's the 2021 equivalent of Dominic Brazil right now? I the Russian guy who fought earlier to, on this card. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't think you could even get that fight sanctioned. Is the only downside. Um, Ruiz again. Ruiz is an option. Mm-hmm. I tend to think we'd probably we'll probably see him fight. Um. Yeah, you need get someone a, he can really get maybe Chinese, hang on. Get up the Chinese fellow who's like 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 the Oriel the Oriental heavyweight champion. Um, whose fights all suck. But he's like this big ass Chinese dude. You could maybe do that. You could do um oh, is Pavetkin still fighting? No, Pavetkin retired after yeah, I thought, I, thought I thought so. I um oh who was the guy that um who's the guy Joshua beat before Usyk? Oh, Cooper Pulev. Uh, yeah, you could maybe do that. Okay. Um, oh, wait, wait, no, no. Was it Pulev or was there somebody else? Before Usyk was Kubret Pulev. Hang on. Before Usyk was Kubret Pulev. I'm not disagreeing with you. I want to make sure I'm remembering the right guy. Okay. Um, before Kubret Pulev was... Yeah, that, that then the read. So, yeah. I, so, maybe Pulev. Okay. No, you, need, you definitely need a pretty serious step down after yeah. this like you just fought the best heavyweight of your era twice in a row and you got shellacked twice mm-hmm. in a row and you know deontay wilder said i want to go out on my shield and you did i i Mr. sure hope i sure hope your brain damage was worth it buddy all right well that and on that lovely note that wraps up our alternative commentary for tyson fury deontay wilder three once and for all and it certainly was by golly <laughs> and let us never speak of the shortcut again. I don't know when we're going to do another one of these. Robert has weekly because the UFC is an unrelenting. You think uh, you think my schedule is an unrelenting nightmare? You should see his paid gig uh, covering the UFC. Um, so it's hard to get any of these done. I would have liked to have done the Canelo Caleb Plant fight, but he's got a UFC pay per view that uh, night. So unless the stars align yeah. and the planets uh, are born, hang on. That was the that's what the first week in November. November sixth. It is the same night yeah. as. Well, hang on. The only the question there was if that was the if that was the thirtieth of October we could do it because that UFC event is early in the morning. Right. No, this is Usman Covington too. Yeah. So two sixty eight, I believe. Yep. Which is a look. I don't dislike Canelo and Canelo versus Plant, mm-hmm. and I like boxing, but UFC two sixty eight features three fights that, two fights that I really want to see. Right. So unless, hey, if you listen to this commentary and you're like, mm, I could do that. I could talk to Mark and watch a fight. There's there's, there's a chair. There's a chair that's going to be empty. And I want to do the <laughs> and I want to do the Caleb Plant Canelo fight. Uh, all of our Caleb, all of our Canelo and Caleb Plant alternative commentaries that we did. The uh, the Caleb Plant, Caleb Truax and uh, Feigen Boots fight. They're, they're going to be uploaded soon. Um, we've already got up the Saunders fight and um, the other uh, Canelo fight from earlier this year. 
or last year, whenever it was. So yeah, Billy Joe Saunders and what was the second one? Uh, Billy Joe Saunders, and then there was another one that was recent. Yeah, because because Saunders he broke his face. I think the other one was when we might have scored against him. Um, in any case, the last two Canelo fights are already up in the archives. Uh, we're going to be re-uploading Canelo versus Kovalev. Canelo oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 we did the no hoper. Uh, yeah. you guys, you guys did uh, Ildrum, uh, Yildrum, right? No, or, or was it Callum Smith? It's Callum Smith. Callum. I was, I was at a bar during Yildrum. Yeah, um, um, I think it was the no, it was the Daniel Jacobs fight that I kind of thought he was. It, no, it wasn't Jacobs. In any case, that was so, Jacobs. I thought he kind, I kind of thought he lost. We've, we've covered a whole bunch of Canelo fights, uh, so those will be up in the archive soon. Uh, I made Robert before the before the pan, the lockdown started. We did a Demetrius uh, Bubu Andre fight on DAZN that Robert nearly broke up our friendship over. So that'll be up in the archives relatively soon. We did a Shakur Stevens fight. Uh, he's got a fight coming up, actually, in the not-too-distant future. We're not going to cover it, but I'll have some old Shakur Stevens and stuff that we did up in the archives. So slowly but surely, we are reintegrating all of our alternative commentaries, and we'll do more as the as the time goes on when uh, Robert's schedule allows for it or when Pat... <sighs> when pat decides to do me a favor or when one of you lucky ducks decides that you want to be a part of the rattling the warm embrace of the <laughs> rattling and broadcasting network family we are we welcome we welcome you all i mean all you have to do is be able to do what robert did tonight answer my stupid questions and you know watch the fight with me and talk about it so i say it all the time what i do is not that difficult I used to have a guy before the pandemic. The pandemic ruined everything. Um, but I used to have a guy that, that did a whole bunch of these with me, Mr. John War. If you're out there, John, we miss you. Come back. Come back. All right. With that said, <laughs> he wanted to get out while he could while he still could. Um, so last week we uh we reviewed the Many Saints of Newark, Venom 2. There was a Venom 2 round table. Uh we re-aired a bunch of our James Bond stuff. Uh, Robert's two-part Everyone Loves a Bad Guy, plus all the Daniel Craig Bond movies. Um, we uh, And then myself, Jason Teasley, and Robert Winfrey reviewed the Final Destination franchise. That's a re-air. Um, tomorrow night starts our Halloween coverage, so we're kicking it off with a review of Halloween Resurrection. And then uh, Robert, myself, Alexis Haina, and Benjamin J. Cologne. We're going to be reviewing Midnight Mass from Netflix. Uh, Robert's got a Everyone Loves a Bad Guy for Slashers um, re-airing. We're going to review No Time to Die, Monster Magnet, A Better Dystopia. Myself and Ronnie Adams are doing an on-trial for the 1978 Halloween. And that takes us into the weekend, um, where... We'll be re-airing our Evil Dead Long Road to Ruin and Robert and I's review of the Peanuts movie from a few years ago. Oh, that was so, that was such a great movie. Like, like we're not talking all-time classic or anything. Nothing that won an Oscar. We definitely enjoyed it. That was the that I don't want to say that was the last time I felt good watching a movie. But yeah, that was one of the very few we were like a hundred percent positive on. Yeah, I, I don't think I had a bad th either of us had a bad thing to say about that. It was just a fun, enjoyable. Yep. So if you listen to our podcast, and you're like, you guys never say anything nice about movies. Well, peanuts. That's what it took. And that studio no longer exists. So <laughs> blue sky gone. Uh, absorbed, absorbed by the mouse. 
Yep. <laughs> All right. Speaking of absorbed by the mouse, this has been fun. Good for you, Tyson Fury. Congratulations, Deontay Wilder. Get back on that horse, son. Once your once your face heals. For Robert Winfrey, I'm he's Mark Radledge. He's probably hang on. Uh, you know, we we just very briefly. I don't want to go into a big thing. I was trying. I know, but <laughs> I forgot to bring this up earlier. Okay. It's at one of our blogs because I no. forgot to do that too. No, no, no. I'll give you a chance to do that, but no, I'm not going to bother. Okay. Deontay Wilder might retire. You think so? We're talking about a guy who got into boxing late, who <sighs> over, hang on, who overachieved as a relative to his skill set. Mm-hmm. And if you've listened to some of the vibes he's been giving off the last, like during his media rounds for fight week, mm-hmm. I'm not guaranteeing it. This is not me saying we'll never see Deontay Wilder fight again. I am saying don't discount that possibility. That's all I'm saying. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I don't think he retires without winning one last fight. I think he goes... Entirely possible. I, I I don't think mentally he can handle this being the last time we see him in a ring. So my thing is... Maybe he fights oh. like a Robert Hellenius or a, or a Kazowski or, um, you know. Tyson I, Fury chose to go with a with walking in Memphis yeah. and change it to walking in Vegas to serenade the crowd. God bless you, Fury. You are a showman. So I think, you know, look, he can still get another pay-per-view. Um, he, he's still... Uh, he, if they can get Andrew Ruiz on pay-per-view for a nothing fight, they can do Deontay Wilder versus Andy Ruiz. And he and Andy Ruiz is imminently beatable by Deontay Wilder. And I think then he can say, well, it's been a fun, you know, it's been a fun thing, but now I'm going to go do a rap album because that's what you do. Did you, by the way, did you see the rock rap debut? I know it happened. I haven't listened to the song yet. And neither have I. I just know it happened. And, you know, my thought on it is. That Again, note. I, hang on. I've I've heard bits of it. Mm-hmm. My thought, The Rock's not the worst rapper in the world in terms of his delivery. And if he just wanted to check it off his bucket list. Uh, look, you can do whatever he wants. Say, I don't have to like it. What am I going to say bad about The Rock? <laughs> and on that, I don't know. Go back and listen to any number of the dozen movies we reviewed of his. And on that note, for the love of Christ, be well, be safe, and behave. <laughs>